Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. You know, when you're working out, you always know where the aches and pains came from. Mm-hmm. And when you're not working out, you don't know where the aches and pains came from. And they tend to last longer. And I don't know. It's just. But the when you're not working out, the aches and pains come from not working out. Right? Well, not... I mean, you actually hurt stuff. I mean, I think that you actually yeah. hurt stuff. You know, when I was big fatty and like was just like working all the time and like would hurt my arm or like I got with a cane. I think that's why I own a cane. It's because sometimes I would hurt my leg and I would just have to have a cane to do my shit. You know, because yeah. it would be it would really be hurt so so heavy. Yeah. On your joints, so you actually hurt things. No, I know you actually hurt them, but there's like a different kind of hurt. Like when I, uh, you know, last month. And it's been a recurring injury. I get out of bed in a weird way because I slept funny because mm-hmm. I like was looking over my computer all weird for too long watching a show, you know. And you get up and you just like immediately tweak your neck, you know, just getting out of bed. Yeah, you know that's something I've done twice now. Oh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do things in the bed, really. And then unless you're like things. hanging out with a female or something, then that's fine to kind of hang out in the bed. But no, like, but like before I go to sleep, I'll I'll like watch watch some your stuff. laptop. Yeah, oh, that's bad neck business. That's I know, just really bad. I know, and so I think that's what's fucked it up. But like when all all I'm saying is that when I experience that injury, I'm like, oh, this is from this is like a lack of strength injury. Yes, absolutely. You know what that, I mean? That's what that's what a lot of them are. Because like when yeah. if I if I get all my leg muscles a lot stronger, then I just you know have more. Um, yeah control and all that sort of thing yeah you know yeah, but yeah. connective tissue is just kind of shitty it's kind of shitty you know there's a reason that i don't <coughs> jog a lot you know and i just do like the treadmill or the elliptical very controlled running environments mm-hmm. because like on the street with my legs and my ankles like it's bad business yeah no it's tough on, it's tough on you yeah but i mean either way you know it sounds like you're going to be in some kind of pain. Either it's pain from working out or it's pain from not working out. And uh, shit, man. I guess I'd rather be in the working out pain because at least you can kind of walk around being like, yeah, I did something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like with the neck getting out of bed wrong pain, you're just like, I just am dying. Yeah. You know, when you have a an injury from nothing, you're just like, I'm just falling apart, I guess, you know. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, you should be you should be getting some weights in your house. Yeah, I need I'm surprised to. that like all three of you dudes like don't have like a set of weights. Well, Aaron is uh, gay, so he doesn't have weights. And no, he would definitely have weights if he was gay. <laughs> I know, damn it, I know. You're right. No, he doesn't have weights because he's no. You got to move he's vegetarian. in. Vegetarian. You got to right. move in a big old gay, and then they'll move all the exercise. Move equipment. in the gay. <laughs> right. That's what. That's what's wrong is it's a house full of st- a sad straight dudes. Yeah, and that's how you could one-up them, too, is yeah. you can just be like, yeah, we need to just move in a gay guy. We're moving in a gay. He's moving in with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey guys, I got a new personal trainer. He's like this big, like Latin fucking gay dude. Hello, how's it going? I don't know how to do a fucking. He'll be staying with me. He'll be staying with me. He's actually he's gonna be paying rent <laughs> as my new personal trainer, uh, Miguel. And uh, yeah, oh my welcome God. to the house, Miguel. He's like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. <laughs> I oh, don't. I, th- I think there would be a lot that Miguel didn't like yeah. in, in your house. Yeah, you think? It, would, it would be good. It would give them that sense of like, you know, whatever yeah. they're missing. But what if we were like, you know, we're like completely platonic. He's my personal trainer, and it really is totally platonic, but Mm -hmm. you can't, because he's my personal trainer, you hear, like, intense groaning coming from (laughs) from the room, (laughs) you know? Do you guys guys share a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in my room. That's a little weird. Well, you know, it's just he's from a different country, you know? And he literally, he just, he sleeps, he sleeps on, like, a little mat (laughs) on the floor, (laughs) and he's, like, totally totally fine with it you know because he's from like you know fucking guatemala or i don't know somewhere where a personal trainer would come from maybe columbia that's more this i'm sounding increasingly problematic what are you talking about probably what are you talking about i think it's weird it's sounding like a fun sitcom no it sounds like a weird creepy um creepy cellar door to your subconscious (laughs) in in, in ways that i don't really even want to explore (laughs) What are you talking about? I think that this is a great, uh, this is a great scheme. This is, uh, this is a great, this is a good pitch for some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of sitcom, like Full House kind of deal. But it's the new age, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like the whole idea is that everyone in the house is judging us because they think we're gay, right? But they really should be judging you because you are totally exploiting, <laughs> exploiting this homosexual man that you're treating like a pet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it goes a lot darker and deeper. Right? No, no, it really would be like right? way better. But if they're it, like if completely you off, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. So they're all like they they're all, all think... just fine with it. Yeah. Well, they're fine with it, but but it it becomes so like. <laughs> You know, like whatever, like in your face or whatever that they just can't, they can't be um, fine yeah. with it. Like, uh-huh. like, have why? you ever lived with like um, people that have sex so loud that you can hear it all the way throughout the house? Uh, uh, not all the way throughout, but I've heard like my roommates having sex before. Well, that's, yeah, from my room, but they'll it'll be like because they're above me, you know. Right. So right, I don't know right, if that's right, the same right. as like me being like in the living room and then being able to hear them on the other side of the house. Right. Well, I, I definitely. I think everybody lives. Anybody has that. Has yeah. that. That. Um. Uh. Okay. The first one, you know, where you hear sure. them in the next room or whatever. But no, um, not not throughout. Oh, the dude! Whole when I lived house. in that art house, like, oh my god, oh, there yeah. were a couple. There, like there were a couple of couples. Of you guys, yeah. like sharing like, all the four way rooms. For, all the, no, it wasn't like four rooms. It was oh. a Victorian mansion up oh, okay. in so up like on Seven Hill. seven bedrooms. No, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There are what? twelve bedrooms in it. Yeah, it's like four on each floor. Uh, there's one huge attic room that like slept like three or four people. Okay. And then there was four on the the next floor down. There were three on the floor below that, and then there were five in the basement. Damn. Something okay. like something like four or five in the basement. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. 
How many hipsters can you cram into a Victorian house? What was the answer? I think the max that we ever had, there were like 23 people sleeping uh, steady or something. But officially, there were only like 13 people paying rent or right. 14 people paying rent. Still. Yeah. It's insane, man. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. But you could totally go like weeks without seeing roommates, you know. Like if you were out and about? Yeah, just out and around the house. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Like it was just one of those things that it was, um, yeah, hmm. I don't know. They were all crazy. Yeah. They were all crazy, so they would disappear and different things. And you would, like, just kind of hide in your room a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I was the manager of it, so I had the sweet master bedroom on the second floor. And so I had, like, my own bathroom. Mm -hmm. I And then very quickly I got, like, a hot plate and, like, my own little fridge. and You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I set it all up in there. It's like a little apartment. Right. Yeah. So I didn't have to put, like, my food down in the in the pit where That's everybody cool. else would just, yeah. it would just, you know, yeah. gone. Yeah. You know, fucking Kevin Kirkbride did fucking eat that shit before it even fucking hit the goddamn counter. Damn sometimes. it, Kevin. Um. Yeah, so um, you you manage, and then other people did the same thing, or they slept at their boyfriends. It was a great place for like hipster girls to like. Oh, I'm gonna rent a room here, but I'm really gonna stay with my boyfriend mm -hmm. every night because right. this room's super cheap, mm -hmm. and you know I can just kind of keep some of my stuff here. Then I can say I lived here and go to the parties, and like it'll be awesome. But most of the time, you know, no, no, no you know, be yeah. There. yeah, I'll be lucky if I can make it to the house meetings. That makes sense. Makes a yeah. lot of sense. And yeah. then there were the people there that, like, wanted to make it into a community, God. you know. And I was kind of in the middle. Like, where right. I whenever, I just want everyone to pay rent. Like, first step <laughs> right. of community is, like, everybody chip yeah. in on fucking utilities yep. and everybody pay rent. And we're not moving in, like, every traveler that we find on the street. Right. That's the first. The first rule of community is you've got to have a border. you got to border around the community, you yeah. know. And... So that sort of thing. But there were people that you couldn't move in and just be like a party person and always be gone and not do art or whatever. You know, there were certain like, you know, you had to be like creating and I don't know. They were, that was good. And I yeah. agreed with some, some of that. Yeah. But um, yeah, there are other people that just wanted to like garden together and like remodel yeah. the house. And I'm like, we're renting the house. Like, yeah, I don't really want to put our money it? into like fixing a house we don't own. Yeah. You know, and I don't think that they're gonna want it to paint it like black. Yeah, like like you're, like you're suggesting <laughs> or whatever you it know, is. You that's, know, that's always funny, and that's something that I had to like put together uh, as a Portlander moving into a rental house, uh, being like, oh, we actually you don't want to fix this up. Because I was like, oh, we can like fix it up, make the basement into a studio, you know, and everyone's mm -hmm. like. No, no, we're not doing that. Why would we do that? I was like, because it would be good for for us, right? You know, right? And they're like, no, but think about it. Like, we're gonna be putting a bunch of labor and probably money into doing that, and then we don't own it. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. And you might even get like m sued for them having to take it all down when you move out. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I'm saying you're not usually allowed to just build. Additions stuff. onto the thing that you're uh, rented. All oh, we spenny just out there in the rental markets of yeah. the future. Oh, there's so many things. Oh, the future. So many um, things I wanted to do. Yeah. So, so today we are idiots discuss the universe. We, we are, and we were that yesterday, and today. we will be that tomorrow. Well, and and over there we have Captain Spencer. Woo! 
and um, he is uh, fresh in out of the big city. That's right. Um, coming in hot. Rolling through. Yeah. And then, and then I'm on the other side of, hey, uh, let, of let, the let, of the let laptop. Me, let me let me do the ear introduction. In the left corner, we've got weighing in at two hundred thousand and eighty-five pounds. <laughs> As standing at a kilometer tall, it is Craig the Mountain Conkin. Oh, did I dox you by saying your last name? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think we've said it most of the time. Okay. Oh, not, not most of the time, but a lot. We've said it before, though. Okay. Everybody knows. Anyway, no it's secrets. Craig. It's Craig. What up, Craig? Hey. Hey. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty mighty a mighty introduction. I, but, just, well, um, I watched that UFC fight the other night. It really stuck with me. Oh yeah, UFC fight the other day, dude. It was. I'm not. I'm not like a big fan of the fights or anything like that. Yeah. Or yeah, uh, me, me either. Really, I don't follow them. But you know, if they're on, uh, I'll go over to Garrett's house a bunch. They'll be on, and and uh, they're fucking entertaining. You know, I'm always entertained by them. I gotta say. Yeah. Um. I cause so like I am enough of a fucking like troglodyte to be like yeah. You know, no, I mean everybody is. Yeah. And I mean, like seriously, if you if they were playing like dog fighting, you would have to watch it. You know, know, it's an inherent, wow. it's an inherent thing that like the human being is interested in. I'd that. be watching it kind of like that, you know, like a bitch. Like I'd be had my hand in front of my face if it was a dog fight. Yeah, I but know. if I mean, if the human f- were fighting to the death, it'd be the same thing. You know, you're yeah, kind of like you're kind. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, that's fucked. You know, I mean, except that the dogs are getting the dogs don't care about money, or they would get paid to do it too. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like it, yeah. It's it's the same. It's the same impulse. Yeah, but I mean, I, did you see any of the highlights from the no, uh, from no, this past? No, so I, I don't follow it really. It it was wild. Basically, there was a lot of like really good fights. A lot of times with the UFC, there will be like long, boring fights, kind of like boxing, mm-hmm. where it's just like you know a decision at the end. There's not like a knockout. Sure, sure. Um, but this time it was all just you know surprise maneuvers that you know very dramatic and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the craziest thing that happened though was. This one fight, these two dudes, they square up. There's all this buildup in, in this drama, and the dude goes to kick. It's the first move of the fight. He goes to kick the other guy in the shin. The other guy plants his foot just so, so that the guy kicking, all right, he breaks his leg on the dude's shin and literally wraps his leg around the other dude's leg, right? Now this, and you see it. Mm. And not only does he do this, right, but it happens so fast and he goes into shock so fast he doesn't feel it. And so then he goes to step back on the leg, which is completely snapped at this point. And so you see his, like, foot Uh, touch his knee, dude. Dude. And so I was like, I had a few beers when that happened. I'm jumping up. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? Like. And then when I see him step back onto it, I'm like diving back into the couch. It's like a visceral reaction because I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh yeah, no, I've seen some of those different, not not that one, but different different injury videos that are just gruesome. Dude, I was not prepared because the the other the other guys had uh, seen the fight already, so it was a replay that they were playing for me and Pat because we had just gotten back from Holy Trinity. So we didn't know what was about to happen. We knew they were like building it up, like oh, just just watch, just watch. And I was like, "What? Okay, I'm watching." You know? uh, okay. You know. And then I was like, "Oh, oh!" 
out. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Fuck. Wow. It was gnarly, man. That's crazy that he broke the leg with planting his ankle just the right way. Yeah. And the guy who did it, he like, the guy who, I mean, obviously the guy who broke his leg had to be like ushered off. You right know, away. Like, they canceled the, the yeah, they, they called the fight immediately. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, it all went to like medical attention because right. that was like multiple compound fracture, crazy shit. Right. And um, the this guy, was pretty low on the ticket. Yeah, it was like third to the top, maybe. I mean, it was no, it was like middleweight championship. Okay, okay. So it was still like a significant fight, and um, yeah, the guy who, you know, it's not fair to say he broke the other guy's leg, but I guess he did technically. You know, he just turns around. It's this black dude, and uh, from man, I forget where he's from. Is Adesanya? I think is his name, and he just turns around and like gets on his knees and just starts like staring off into the distance just like on his knees you know it's fucking weird yeah like huh like you know like it, can you imagine the feeling of like you square up with someone they hit you and they cause themselves a devastating fight ending blow yeah you know on you without you really doing anything mm-hmm. and it's like all the adrenaline and then you're just like i'm a god you know, for a brief second, you're like, I didn't do, sh-, you know, I didn't do anything like is, is literally was that some divine intervention? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's probably what you're thinking in that moment. Yeah. I don't know. You'd probably be in shock, but I don't know. He or took- something. Are you disappointed that you don't get to fight? I mean, you've been like yeah. getting ready. You've been training and training and training and having the guy like trip on the stairs on it's almost it's yeah. almost at the point that the guy like trips on the stairs on the way up to the ring and bashes his head and dies and you're just like i think all I right guess well i, I guess i won <laughs> yeah. but at least like the fight started and it counts as a win yeah you know but like just barely barely and you can't like count on that you know no matter like how yeah. you place your leg it's like that's one that's like a one in a million type of deal yeah, for it man. to break that badly i mean i can see like getting like a minor break or something and then fighting the rest of the fight and having it really hurt by the end of it and then it's like oh yeah you've got like a crack in that leg or whatever and it needs to get like put in a cast or whatever or a brace or something so it can heal right you know but it doesn't have to be like reset right to have something just break and dangle have you ever had that ever like there was one time that i came down like i jumped up in basketball and i came down and i landed on this uh my right foot uh sideways on the inside and it just totally i could i was looking down and i could see the heel see my heel i see my heel looking up at me and then i pulled back up and then it like kind of flipped back into place and it was like yeah i was on i was on crutches i was on a crutch not crutches but i was on a cane for that one for six months i think oh man was in high school uh beginning of college yeah basketball yeah yeah, dude, basketball is sketch with all the jumping and stuff. Like, yeah, if you really don't, if you're if you're not really careful, like you saw that Tom Segura uh, injury, right? The, no, uh, the one that happened it happened like last November the, in 2020, tw- maybe December. Uh, it's him playing basketball with. Bert, oh wait, maybe yeah. And uh-huh. he he jumps. They're doing a dunk contest. He jumps to do a dunk, and literally on. The liftoff of the jump on the push off, apparently his like tendon or something just snaps. Mm-hmm. In his, and, and they're then, using a springboard, 
or something, aren't they? No, no, no. It was they were just doing a normal, a normal dunk contest, and they were Tom just, Segura can dunk a basketball on a nine foot hoop. Oh, yeah. okay. But they were cranking it up, so like now let's do nine foot two, and he did it, and then he beat Bert, and like all right, let's do one more inch. It was like nine three or nine six or right, something right. like that. It wasn't fully ten foot, you know. Um, but Tom, you know, he's like six one or something, you know. So yeah, it's like, still, still, still. But you know, it's like if he has hops, he don't look do like it. a hopper to me. No, 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 no. And so, not only that, he like and apparent, Bert, Bert definitely, <laughs> Bert look, definitely, definitely not. don't look like a hopper no, to me. No, for sure. And he's not a short dude either. I mean, no. he's like six six one, six two, yeah. something probably. Yeah, but they're both just big. Yeah, they're not they're they're not got the physique with those big bellies. Like you don't no. jump very much on your knees with them lasting for very long. So I'm no. not. I I don't recall that now because I felt like I saw some other thing where he fell playing basketball. Well, but like it was a YouTube video that they were making, and it was with some other YouTuber kid who's like insanely good at basketball. Mm. And it's towards the end of the video, and they didn't release it right away. Right. Right. Uh, but Tom Segura basically, uh, I forget the exact injury, but he detaches something when he launches. So it's already broken when he's up in the air. So, But he's falling back immediately from the jump. Uh-huh, so yeah. he puts an arm back oh. and it like fucking crunches under his body. And he just lays there. He's like, ah, ah. It's like that, that, that sound of like a, a grown man in a severe pain. You know what I mean? And uh, Bert takes the arm, dude, and he, like, fucking... Because it's wrapped around his back, all fucked up, and he, like, puts it here. You're not supposed to do that. Um, it's fucked. Like, and... Yeah, and he, he's, he's been in, like, um, you know, physical therapy and all that stuff since then because it was, like, he broke his... Yeah, he broke his arm and, and his leg from a from an attempted dunk um wow so wow yeah that shit can just sort of happen that's fucking i mean <laughs> well that's just no that's not just sort of happening there no you're taking you, you you're like yeah that, but I mean, that, that, that's not like whoops oh i broke something you know what, what was what was what's what happened you but know that's kind of it's not like slipping on the ice when you like oh let's right. lower the basketball hoop and then we're going to have a slam dunk contest with my fat friend and me yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like that's that's dipshit stuff you know <laughs> yeah. like that's some foolhardy shit going i mean in. yeah it is it but it's also like is. the kind of thing where you know, they're not doing anything that I would consider mind-blowingly dangerous. Like having a dunk contest and lowering it with your home. Oh, no, and like, I mean, you the know... chance of him dying was very low. Right, but even but the, the chance... chance of an injury that would last for at least weeks was quite high. I guess so. I mean, yeah. it was raising exponentially every time they would be like, oh, let's raise it another, let's do another round of it. You, yeah. know, let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It um, it just is going to happen, especially dudes my age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I went and played basketball for 45 minutes as mm-hmm. hard as I could play it, like I would most likely get injured in that period of time at some point in a way that I would feel it for months afterwards. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. I mean, unless I'm like, and unless I'm super training up for it or something yeah. like that, there are exceptions to every rule. But like I am in the, like the I mean, Tom Segura. 
physical fitness there's, there's, realm. There's different because Bert went away unscathed, and he is arguably that is that is much unhealthier. Couple clicks below miracle that that happened. I, but he does all, dude. He runs like five miles a day, but oftentimes he'll have a bottle of red wine. <laughs> While he's running, apparently, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just gonna he's just gonna explode one day. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the end of him. No, that's that's no. He is like maybe something else. He might be part part Bigfoot or something. Yeah, yeah they that call could, it the Mickey Mantle gene. Something. Yeah, it really is. There are people that like there are people that have that. Yeah, that just are just indestructible. But then yeah. they just crash. Right. Yeah. It's just done. Um, yeah, on, on the Andre the Giants. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we crushed cases of beer and on a limo on a limo ride. Right. I mean, that was like he would drink cases of beer in a period of like thirty minutes. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nuts. But I mean, he's got the body mass to like make that. That feasible. is a lot of fucking beer. Yeah, dude. If I drank half a case of beer in thirty minutes, I mean, Andre the Giant is probably like. One and a half of two of me, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as weight, you know, maybe yeah. probably more than he's probably like 500 pounds. Was he's he probably, really? He probably he's probably two of me at least. But if I drank half a case of beer in a half an hour, like I would be fucking blitzed. Yeah. You know, Andre the Giants yeah, was just fucked. like you couldn't tell. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. He would. I don't know, and then he would go fight and shit. I mean, he well, was... Because what? So, like, a can of beer would be, like, him holding, like, this. He'd be, like... Yeah. It's like each one was, like, a little espresso shot of alcohol. It would, it would be him. smaller than, like, the mini cans of Coke yeah. are, to, are to us. Yeah. So, you'd be like, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, it, this might seem like a lot for you It would be like people. this. It would be like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just hold, I'm just holding up this little this little weed yeah, container, little but it is it would be just about that. That's like that. exactly what it would be. And what? So what is that like? Two or three swigs? Oh, I could probably yeah. I could. You kill, could do it I, one. I could do it Easy. one. One or two. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. I mean, he's so gigantic that maybe it's it's understandable. Maybe there is some sort of equation where you could get it down to like, all right, he yeah. he still drink a lot for. An well, if you person. become alcoholic, then for sure, you know, because that's going to be like seriously one, two, probably four of these is one beer. Right. So if you're drinking a case of beer, that's like drinking a six pack of beer. Right. For a normal person right. on a limo ride. Right. Which is pretty alcoholic. That's pretty alcoholic. You know, like that, Even a six pack of that, 30 minutes, that's extremely that's a, that's alcoholic. A, that's a Jim Morrison alcoholism yeah, right terrible. there. that's terrible. You know. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. Absolutely. Well, folks, uh, that brings oh, us to the Oh, I did the, the introduction. The... We should probably get on with what the epi- Are we done? No, I'm are just you, kidding. just ending it? <laughs> I don't know. No, Where are we at a time? Maybe no, we, we have so maybe, much time. We've got so much time. Yeah. I All right, so I, I want to do... I was doing one of my favorite hobbies, Benny. Oh. You know, and that's, um, that's worrying about things that I have no control oh, over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other night. I know. I like doing that, too. And I came up with a whole like bunch of, bunch of cool things to talk about, or not so cool things to talk about. But... um. I thought it would be fun for this episode is to kind of like uh, make some predictions about what we think is going to happen in like the next 10, 20 years as far as like the the geopolitical United States sort of thing, like um, just kind of in any way, like medical science. Okay. Um, just things that you see on the horizons, problems, opportunities, 
um, social trends, mm-hmm. um, any of that stuff is up for up for talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, interesting. And to start it out with, I have two like news tidbits that I've come across in the last week that I thought you would be really interested cool. in, and they're both pretty short. So, there, as as we studied, um, we didn't study it, but we we talked about the the U.S. Navy releasing those UF, that UFO footage of um, those ships, right? So there was another one that came out that there's been a leaked cell phone, leaked cell phone footage of three triangular shaped um, objects flying over like a Navy vessel. And the Department of Defense came out and said that it was legitimate footage just mm-hmm. this last week. So in um, that's one of the things that I want to talk about probably in the next 10 or 20 years. That that that, that sort of thing probably will The continue. advent of extra Or at least the, the general consensus that it's a super high probability that there's something that we're seeing in the skies that we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it's, it's a phenomenon that we're going to have to wrestle with in the next 10 or 20 years. Right. And whatever that looks like, I think that's going to be a little bit of it. And then the other one, which is super... I don't know. Good or it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's really interesting. But these um, these scientists um, over in uh, Scotland were looking for um, T cells. You know what T cells are in your immune system? They're like targeted cells. I don't know if it's T, T stands for targeted cells. I'm sure it doesn't. But that's how I think of them. And they're like part of your immune system that goes after either. Um, viruses or bacteria uh, in yeah. your thing or it'll go or, or some of them go after sick cells and will kill those sick cells off and so new cells can grow mm-hmm. uh, so but these scientists in Cardiff were looking for like something that would kill bacteria very efficiently right so they were using these variety of T cells on um, uh, this uh, I think it was a type of cancer that they had and um, they're studying all of them, and they they found these this particular these particular ones that went in, and those just went crazy, and they like killed all of the cancer, like just killed it all. And so they were kind of they found that, and they were like going to go on to do whatever they were working on originally, and they're like, oh no, we should look at this a little bit more and kind of see what's going yeah. on, because the problem with cancer is like cancer is like this really broad term, right? And like it's just a mutation. It's a mutation, but like lung cancer is different than blood cancer is right. different than kidney cancer. You know, they all like the growths are different and the. Mm. There's, there's just they're just all different, you know, in a way that you can't like universally come up with. Like they didn't think that you could come up with a universal like here's a pill that just gets rid of cancer, all cancers or whatever. They thought that was not we're going to have to solve each of these one by one or whatever it right. was. Right. And that might still be the case, of course. But they found these two T cells that um, seem to go after this one kind of cancer like super duper efficiently. So they're like, hmm, that's interesting. We should probably, maybe we should do just a little bit more research in it. So they get like all these other tissue samples of various kinds of cancer. And um, sure enough, like these, this one particular like T cell um, is going around and they, and they don't know how, but it's going around and it's removing all the cancerous cells and everything out of all of these samples, wow. right? Um, so they, um, expanded it a little bit and they took in 
um, a bunch of tissue samples from uh, cancerous growths and various patients from around, I guess, the UK. You know, and they brought all of these in from different types of people, different types of cancer and all this, and they tested these T cells um, on each of these samples. And pretty much, it, without exception, it killed off all of the various kinds of cancer and left all of the healthy cells alone. And they have kind of figured out how it is communicating. Well, they know kind of how T cells communicate with cells. You know, as far as like how they figure out which wh how they're cancerous or if they're not cancerous or if they're diseased or not diseased, you know, there's little receptors on the edges of the cells that the the T cells can go and just kind of get like a tissue sample of what's going on inside and you know whatever they don't know what it is that's detecting what it is about the the um whatever they're detect they don't know what it is that's setting off the T cells to attack the um, the cancerous cells okay. right and not the regular cells. Um, but for some reason, it's working like 100%. So wait, are you telling and me that they cured cancer? It is looking like they have found something that um, has worked in the mice trials um, with, with encouraging, super encouraging results. And it's kind of looking like they may have found like a um, cure-all in a way. That you would, because what they were once, do, once doing is they would, they would take out some T cells um, from your body, right? This is a treatment that exists already. They take uh, someone that has cancer. They take the T cells out of their body. They genetically modify those T cells to go after the type of cancer that you have in your body, and then they inject it back in, right? Which is super complicated and catered to just one person. But they have found this T cell that exists across all various. All human beings have, have seem to have this carry it, mm -hmm. and when triggered, it just goes after every kind of cancer that exists. Hmm. And so they would have like a one size fits everyone thing as far as cancers, rather than like that unique T cell therapy. Right. <clears throat> so wow, I mean that's awesome. That is another thing that like rich people will be able to afford very <laughs> soon. Yeah. You think it'll trickle down? Um, if it's easy enough, like seriously, like that's not hard to like um, culture T cells. Mm, okay, so I just had a I had a hot brain blast right now, just just right now, Craig, and I'm I'm thinking. Oh, you're getting a vision of the future. I'm getting a vision. Okay, all right, and I feel like this is what the episode's all about. So I'm just gonna be spitting these out in in fits. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So, so it's it's has to do with this upcoming potential cure for cancer, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say that maybe this has been something that you know has been coming down the pipeline for a while. You know, okay. maybe a couple years, but now we're hearing about it as the general public. You know, for the first time right now, as far as well, I think like, the first magazine stuff came out about a year ago. About okay. This. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I don't know. I'm always under the impression that like with the, when we are hearing about stuff, it's actually like you know 
five to ten years after really things are like really hitting like the upper echelons of like my this is shows promise you know or this well, is sure. a new technology I, mean, I, I think as far as i mean at least three or four you know because yeah. like the people that are paying money for the research programs in the university whether that be government or private industry gets the results first and they, right. they get to guide the results so of yeah. course they're going to find out about before it's published for exactly. the general yeah. for sure yeah, yeah for sure and so 100 percent so um basically on that uh on that notion uh you know i think that there's been possibly some sort of psyop sort of population control type stuff going on a little bit with the whole like you know feminization of men masculine masculinization or whatever the fuck you call it of women and maybe it's happening happening naturally maybe it's maybe it's like uh, humanity the self regulating mm-hmm. you know but it mm-hmm. it's some kind of population control thing maybe it's yeah. maybe it's just a triggered by when there's too many people in a small space everyone just goes gay you know <laughs> right you know right, what i mean right 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 it's like humanity's just like mm, go gay mm, there's too many <laughs> you know and no, so, I, I i that that is like a an idea that i play around with that there is like a certain like too many monkeys in the jungle and yeah. that inspires certain behaviors or right. even brain chemistry changes to self regulate a species right and like homosexuality is a way to self-regulate a species population right. for sure no exactly and so like that could kind of i see just connections between these two things because if cancer is cured we're looking at some serious longevity here right we're looking at people living possibly twice as long i mean how long is because cancer is responsible for a lot of like death and deterioration right Oh yeah, though it's huge. It's huge. So I mean, like if we, if we knock that out, then we have a lot more probably people. I mean, there's still heart disease and all these other sort of things, but we probably have a lot more people living into their 90s. You know what I mean? Right. And right. so with that, it's like a bigger, you know, a weight on just society in general. You know, and uh, longer lifespans lead to uh, more people just being kind of. You know, well, just just needing to survive and everything like that, and taking up resources. Well, so. yeah, that's. I think that's going to be um, one of the huge themes in the next ten, twenty years. Is yeah. is is an aging population? Right. There is some of that going on in America, but like the places that it's going to be like destructive um, to the point of it's hard to say what's going to happen. Is like Europe and Canada and Japan because mm-hmm. um, they're going to be just like so old that all the resources, that extra resources of their economies are going to go to geriatric care. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take away from like all of the international funds that they're able to spend like helping support like the third and second world and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a huge like trickle down effect you know, America actually is one of the ones that's kind of like holding steady, like Russia, China, um, all of those, India, they're like all going to mm-hmm. like crash, you know. Yeah, no, I've been seeing um, enough people still having kids and whatnot. And, you know, yeah. Or, yeah. And like, that's one positive of like having like a, an immigration crisis is mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of folks are coming in as like children. Yeah. You know, in a sense that like that just keeps the, the country 
like young yeah you know and and that's also a sign of stability totally like if you can get people to have kids when they're 22 or 21 Mm -hmm. and that that stabilizes that stabilizes like their the rest of their lives in a way that like nothing else does yeah yeah so true um well yeah so i mean but i think that's super astute yeah okay cool so like yeah the something because like once they're starting to because basically with the more scientific technological advancements right the longer the human lifespan the more potential for and i think it will be exponential like we're we're at the beginning of an exponential growth curve of human lifespan because they're going to start you know with stem cells and all this stuff if it does get cheaper if it's not just something that's kept for the one percent they're going to just start knocking these things out one by one cancer boom heart disease boom you know Mm -hmm. just like they were knocking out like at the beginning it was just sort of like oh fucking tuberculosis and um what's the one polio polio yeah exactly yeah and so like you know they got a few you know which were responsible for lots and lots of deaths Mm -hmm. you know and so now it's it'll be a few more and then maybe by 2040 2050 like we'll have knocked out you know uh, some of the big ones for good i mean if we knock out cancer that is the big one that is the big one yeah cancer cancer is the big one heart disease, heart disease like is, I think is at a point now that it is um i think heart disease might be bigger well i think it's eventual death of those people but the advances in heart disease are amazing yeah you know, i mean the way the way they can work on that and all that sort of stuff like that yeah. is that is extending people's lives by 20 25 years yeah. um, through surgery Pacemakers, and artificial parts yeah. and stints and um even artificial hearts are going to get to the point and now they're going to be doing like a lot of that gene therapy where they can just grow a heart from your own tissue out of stem cells and then replace your heart with the new heart and that's wild yeah it's coming so yeah i think that that's going to be like a huge a huge deal um there's going to be some medical advancements that are um going to change like the just the general length of like the wealthy first person's first first world people's lives mm-hmm. um that's not going to probably kick into effect for another five to ten years you know at least the very beginnings of that mm-hmm. you know um so we're gonna see like there's gonna be one generation that and it might be yours probably or maybe mine maybe mine that just lives a lot longer than what they're planning mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the baby boomers aren't going to be it i don't think they're gonna they're gonna most yeah. of them die off you know like the joe biden mm-hmm. generation is on i mean the joe way biden's out. already it's like hey man they kept him alive this long you know that's science right there he's not even 80 yet right how old is he I don't know. Yeah, like 78. I think he's 78. Yeah. You know, so he's not even really that old. No, I know. But like his generation in the next five five to seven years, I mean, make no mistake, if Joe Biden was just a regular old man, he's doing fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, As president, a little, little bit sleepy. I always forget that he's president, too. <laughs> but, how sleepy um, he is. But, um, you know, his generation will be done in the next five years. Mm-hmm. And... um. That's going to be um, a huge change in uh, a lot of ways, you know, because it's either going to be my generation or your generation 
that continues um, longer than what they have. They'll be in that position of power where they're the older people that are all like holding office in their 60s mm-hmm. and they'll just stay in power until they're 110. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's going to be one of us one, one that's going to be doing that. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, I was doing some research for this episode, for this episode, and there's like this cycle that they think that we're in right now, or we're obviously in right now. You know, and the the, um, the markers of this of this of, of this cycle coming around. And the last one was 1850. You know, but there was also the crisis of the 14th century, which was like the Black Death moving across the world and killing off a lot of people and changing up the entire. Um, socioeconomic order, mm-hmm. Hundred Years' War, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then there was like the 1600s, you know, when Spanish gold came and like destroyed the economies of Europe. Um, most of America died from the Red Death. Mm-hmm. Um, various things were going on, you know, like just huge wars in Asia and all this sort of stuff, and there's huge turmoil. And then there was another time about 1850 that that was happening too, where it was the end of like the agrarian age and um, it was the beginning of like the growth of democracy like on a large scale, you know, because like the Americans had found success, the French had kind of found some success. But, like, things were shifting in that way, you know, and it was moving into a lot of Crimea, Crimea War, just wars all over the place. Yeah. Um, Civil War was getting ready to go. It was getting to be modernized, and things were just going to be moving into the modernization. Um, we lucked out on the last one in the 1850s because, like, normally when these things happen, there are, like, these markers. Like, one of them is, like, income disparity. You know, there's there's like a super rich class, and then there's just a whole bunch of overcrowded, um, underpaid class. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the birth rate starts to go down, the marriage age starts to rise, uh, weight gain is also like a sign mm-hmm. of of trouble brewing. And we're at the one of the rare times in Earth's history that there are more overweight people in the world than there are people that don't have enough food. Whoa. I mean, that has not happened, they think, for who knows how long. <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe ever. This might be the first time ever that There's that's happened. There's more overweight people than starving people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck, man. It's like Wally was just getting us prepared, you know. Yeah. But it's it, it's crazy, you know. Uh, but they got saved in the 1850s because it was all topsy turvy, right? You know, things were like there was a super rich robber barons that were running everything, and then that was just kind of the general throg of just worthless worker people that were at the beginnings of that industrial revolution, revolution sort of thing, and then the just revolution hit and prices all went down and people started people's standard of living started to go up right. in a lot of different ways right. you know and so there was no I mean there's still huge war and conflict and destruction but not in the level of like the um 14th century or the Justinian age or the fall of Rome or any of that sort of stuff because like standards of living were going up so people were like getting satiated on some level uh, we still had World War One, World War Two, mm-hmm. just various things like that. But really, as far as like um, 
destabilizing the whole system types of wars we didn't ever ever get to that point hmm. you know as far as like a world system you know and then after world war Two, everything kind of opened up you know as far as like the treaties and everything and we've been cruising again now for a while and um we're moving out of the modern age you know and we're moving into whatever that next thing is going to be because we're showing all of the same stuff again because like arguably like the best time to be alive as far as income equality and upward mobility and innovation all of that was like the 1940s and the 1950s in america mm. like 40s into 50s yeah yeah those those two decades are just like people were getting married young and they're having great careers mm. and they were having like you know what i'm saying Things were, everything yeah. was moving forward in a positive step-by-step yeah. expecting things to go well way yeah expect them to go well and they also just go well and it all kind of came crashing down when they sputnik was announced you know like oh shit the russians are ahead of us in the space race Hmm. and then it just kind of from that point on it was like john f kennedy died and then it was like the 60s 60s, and then the the vietnam war and then like you know what i'm saying but the 40s and the 50s like everybody's on the same page and basically post world um, war right post world war ii yeah. yeah I mean, there was yeah. definitely some problems, but it was like a place to time that like the uh, the entire world was like moving. They're recovering from war. Right. You know, so it was very clear like what the um, the goals of that was, yeah. you know, get some clean drinking water and have a place for our kids to sleep that's warm. Yeah. You know, steps are like pretty quick, you know, and then in America, we have to like supply the shit so they can do that. Right. You know, it was very clear. Right. And then everyone's in debt to America. Yeah. So our money goes a long way, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, are so you getting it? Like, you, you think that there's another situation like that brewing? So let's look at it. it I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't for some reasons that I'll, I'll tell you in a little bit. But like, let's look at like income disparity. Check. Like, we're always getting undercut labor-wise with more labor markets opening up, right? Africa's opening up as far as places that it can that can start manufacturing things. China gets undercut by Malaysia. Malaysia gets undercut by who knows who. You know what I'm saying? And so it just keeps coming down that there's just these cheaper labor, cheaper labor, cheaper labor. And as the not to nothing against this because it's like in you know, it's it's necessary but with the addition of women into the workforce in every one of those communities that like that becomes the standard you know it doubles the workforce in essence you know and the the law of supply and demand just means that the more people you throw into a workforce the less that labor is worth inherently that's yeah. just that's how it's going to work yeah you know so like um, more people to do the same job Right, and we've seen that happen here, you know, since, like, women have entered the workforce. Um, general, like, I think wages have um, become, have stagnated, hmm. you know, in a way, because there's just been more people to do the same jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, birth rate is way down. Mm-hmm. Marriage age is way up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're at the high, one of the highest that we know of in, like, history. Yeah. Weight gain is out of control. Mm-hmm. And uh, just unhappiness is um, pretty um, consistent. So, yeah. so I think that there's going to be. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what the collapse is going to look like because there's some there's there's some things that um, have changed for us that they've never had to deal with before in the past, right? And one of them we just talked about, like we have like this advanced science mm-hmm. that's going to cure cancer. Like we're not worried really about like the plague as much now because like we have like resources to at least like kind of fight it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I I think that it's like the the chances of like something coming along and cleaning out because what needs to happen and what has always happened in these situation is what right you know there's way too many people wealth is way too concentrated mm-hmm. what happens how do you break that situation a lot of people gotta die a lot of people gotta die and uh wealth is redistributed and how is wealth redistributed uh economies collapse by by force coup war war oh war yeah that's the thing that's the release right it always has been the release yeah right normally society will descend into chaos for a few years the world will start fighting everybody else or it'll move in patches across the world at in, in like a kind of a mm-hmm. really relatively predictable time frame and millions of people will die, right? And also at that same time, like the wars will like kill a bunch of those those wealthy people and redistribute the money to other people and new people will come into power and there'll be revolutions and you know, it'll all get shook up. And when it gets all shook up, everything gets scattered and then it's all about that matter of like collecting it and organizing it again until it gets to that point where it's where we are now. But we've changed things at the end of World War II with the invention of the atom bomb, right? We can't go to the point where we use nuclear bombs, like really all-out war, which is what mm-hmm. is probably prescribed here as far as a purely like utilitarian sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like that what we need is a world... Um, from purely like whatever like a naturalist naturalist sort of way of looking at things you yeah. know like um we have too many deer so we need to get some bears in here to kill them or whatever it is you know what i'm saying how are we like something needs to kill off a bunch of humans because we got too many or whatever um and the redistribute the the wealth and all that sort of thing but we can't do that because it would be like total destruction so we're kind of stuck and things have like been building up and building up and building up and building up and then there's just no release other than these like side wars that don't quite get to the point that um they need to as far as like a certain you know it, it, not that I'm propo- a proponent of war by any stretch of the imagination, as far as like a population control thing, like as far as a population control mechanism, it never is allowed to get to the point that it needs to to solve these other problems. Yeah, because then it it's almost just genocide. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, w- 
I don't know if it's the good news or the bad news or the very scary, the very, very scary news. Oh, we haven't gotten to the scary news yet. Is that with the invention of, like, the things that are coming in warfare, which is drones and unmanned soldiers and Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff, it's going to be very, it's going to very soon come to the point of it's going to be, like, people on each side sitting in bunkers playing video games and the temptation to take out civilian targets and that sort of stuff in war um, is going to be too tempting mm-hmm. because you know, like like a surveillance drone or even a surveillance drone that's armed can't really hold territory in a way that like an actual army can hold territory. Mm-hmm. All it can do is like vacate a territory mm-hmm. of like the population that it has. And that will be like what like the new way that they go about like doing that sort of thing and it'll keep it very like localized wars you know what i'm saying it's it's going to be um other than the water wars which is going to be that's that's terrifying it's hard to say like what that's going to look like but um mm-hmm. yeah but, it, but yeah i don't know yeah so war well i mean yeah i think it's, un- it's unwageable really but uh do you think that maybe world war three you know started already you know or no you don't think it's like a cold world war um like a psychological because i don't know this past year sure felt like some weird you know wartime like some strange tactics and if some of the paranoid bullshit that i think is even like half true then that's definitely close to what's going on is like a uh a psyop cold war type of a thing remember i mean like we've been talking about how u.s was cloud seeding over that dam in china china's got this whole virus thing no i'm sure there's some of that going on but i don't think that it enters into the realm of um like world war status you don't think so yeah no i mean like if it turns out that like covid were a total covid were a totally like military planned thing by china then that possibly would be an argument but it's almost arguable that like china suffered as much from covid problems that anybody suffered from you know what i'm saying yeah what if it's what if it's not a world war as far as boundaries are concerned but more of like a world encompassing like spiritual cultural battle between two sides well that's what we're talking about i mean that's what that's what i'm saying like that's happening right now oh okay i mean for sure i mean we're moving into like a next the next 150 200 year period or maybe 400 year period it depends it kind of shifts around but we're definitely in this state of um i mean arguably it started 10 15 20 years ago it could arguably it started in like the, the the 70s yeah you know yeah that's when, when it was kind of due at the first part. K and MLK got killed. Well, I mean, like socially, perhaps, yeah. but the beginning of like um, some of that, some of the the computer stuff in the seventies. Yeah. Once things started to become automated and all of that sort of thing, kind of set us on a track that, like, it almost seems like World War Two, even. Sure. Yeah. Not yeah. Get into that uh, territory. But, um, yeah, I, I do think, like, there's been some kind of conflict happening. 
I mean, obviously, there's the one that people see on TV as far as like Republicans versus Democrats, but I don't know. It seems to go deeper than that. And the whole world has been united in the same sort of conflict against COVID. So the global aspect is there mm-hmm. as far as the whole world dealing with a certain thing and behaving in the same way. You know, you see all the pictures around the world of, of all these empty cities, you know. Sure. Everybody's inside all yeah. over the world. No, it's 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 being taken seriously all the way across the world. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, that's neither here nor there, but it's like if, if we were to theorize that, you know, this is some kind of global conflict and maybe that it's like um you know not even necessarily being orchestrated by china or 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 the illuminati like it's not like they're necessarily making up bullshit you know um it's more like people capitalizing on opportunities well, i think it's you know I think it's that for sure hopefully it's yeah. just that yeah I mean, it's definitely that. It's definitely that. Um, but hopefully but it's ho- just that. Hopefully it's just that. Yeah. You know, it could be more than that, but it seems really fucking crazy, sloppy. It's almost like it it's something that maybe somebody was planning to be more than to be planned, but then it got out of hand and God it just has crazy. been a total shit show. Yeah. No matter who's been, like, in charge of it, it's not, like, really working in the way that I don't think anybody could have, does, like, favorably planned. It does seem like a shit show. Yeah, I don't know. It's like that that Mark Twain quote. You know, you can't tell if it's like smart people putting you on or truly yeah. imbeciles that are running the show. Yeah, and I don't know which you want to hope for. Yeah, are they just a bunch of dummies? Maybe that's safer than having them be smart guys that are fucking just fucking with shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, man. Um, but I, as far as the future goes, I mean, I I go back and forth with optimism and pessimism you know there's all these huge challenges that seem to face humanity but at the same time there's all this crazy cool stuff that's happening you know technological advancements are hard to you know no it's gonna be it's gonna be like now well i mean now is kind of a bad bad example with covid but it's going to be like what it was like a few years ago. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of cool shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of suck. Yeah. And that's what the future is going to be too. I mean, like Dude. Earth Earth is not going to change. Um, I don't think so. Despite all the global warming scaring, scariness or whatever, I, I don't well, really... Well, I mean, that's, there's some good news in that sort of thing. Oh. Like, um, we... Um, we have 15% more forests than we did in, like, 1970. No. Because we make more food out of less land than we ever have before. Hmm. We're feeding, like, way more people with less land than we could ever have thought possible. But hmm. the Green Revolution has been amazing, no matter what people say about genetically modified foods. Hmm. Like, genetically modified crops have been a godsend for, like, the food levels across the world, and that has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um we actually hit peak usage of raw materials as a world in like the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And we and our usage has become more efficient and better mm-hmm. as populations have grown wow. going forward. That's right? fucking cool. The carbon emissions have probably peaked or will peak in the next year or two mm-hmm. and start going back down. 
you know whether no matter what you think about it i mean we're pumping a lot of carbon into the into the environment no matter what you think about like car like lobing it's really weird hey man i love carbon yeah now carbon's one of the big boys more carbon the better that's what i say we wouldn't be here without carbon that's right i'm a carbon-based life form i love carbon but we are dumping a lot of it into the system all at once that's what i say but 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 i think we're going to probably hit like maximum carbon um just because populations are going to start going down right again you know so like um this population explosion that we're worried about is um not going to be as big a deal as what we think it is it's going to still be a big deal the big mm. deal is going to be the income disparity you know because mm-hmm. if that carries over through and it doesn't shake up again mm-hmm it's going to lead to like a bunch of really unhappy people because yeah. at the bottom of the bottom line for it is like happiness kind of comes to the idea that maybe my dream of being more successful than mom and dad or like on the level of mom and dad or just having like a couple of the things you know what i'm saying like yeah. S- people with simple dreams feeling like they can contain uh, attain them mm-hmm. and then attaining a good chunk of them you know what i'm saying like kind of getting in there yeah. getting a fight maybe not everybody gets it but like everybody feels like it's just right there and yeah. like if things would have went a little different they would have got it you know what i'm saying it feels real and like a lot of people they know got it or you know what i'm saying maybe they did a little better than what they thought yeah. they were going to do but everybody's got like a you know a fight fighting ch- chance, fight and chance yeah. in it you know what i'm saying that's what happiness is yeah and when you get to this point that like Oh my God! Well, I didn't invest in Apple in 1978, so I'm fucked forever. And I wasn't even born in 1978, you know. Right. And I'm fucked forever. Well, wait. What do you mean? Like and, how? Who thinks that? But I mean, like that's kind because I mean, there's going to be established wealth. Oh. To the point that either you're in it or you're not in it. I see. You know, like you're you don't get it. Right. Because, like, you're enough of the old culture that you're kind of, like, upper middle class. Yeah. You know, and that isn't going to exist. Right. You know, there's going to be the folks that are going to be, like, just all... Or maybe it'll be a little bit of upper middle class. They'll be lower high class is kind of what it'll be. Right. You know, and you'll be, like, the talented folks that kind of run it for the folks that really run it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like, you yourself are not there. I'm not upper class? You no, not I'm anymore. Not you're, very, you're very soon, as soon as you enter into full adulthood on your own, you will be hopefully working class. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. if you can find a job. Yeah. You know. Um, it'll be... <sighs> It'll be interesting. I mean, unless unless you like you know, unless unless it hits artistically, then you could very easily become part of like the entertainment class, right? Which would be would be great. Sure, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. if it works really well, that's fantastic. Right. But most of the time, those folks go back into what they call like working the class. working class or yeah. the middle class sure. or something like that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I don't need to be. Yeah, but that's disappearing. Right. Soon, it's going to be just like drones and expendables Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then big boys that run it all right and it's us and and then it's just that's it Hmm. and that's and that's why because we can't break it up you know what i'm saying if we can't have a way of like breaking that up and getting it all like kind of contabulated again 
so people feel like they have a fighting chance and it equalizes everything again so there can again like other people can rise to the top and other people go back to the down to the bottom it's going to end the same way that it did this time and it did the time with the robber barons and Mm -hmm. the time with the catholic church and the time with justinian and the time with the roman empire right there's always going to be a certain number of assholes that are going to get everything and consolidate it and give it to their asshole kids and forever and ever like they will be rich right supposedly but then it all goes to hell right and then it's just a big scramble again and all all the christians and everybody and like the mithrans and all the other fucking people are trying to figure out what's next and Mm -hmm. trying to get it you know that's when it's fun and then that gets consolidated you know and then something comes along and knocks that out yeah it's just the natural way right so i don't know i mean antibiotics are are going kind of crappy you know, like those are getting less and less effective. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could all die of a big old staff infection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would like, maybe it would just That's be like a it. rich a rich person's staff infection. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I, I don't know. know. There's so many, there's so many possibilities. Like, A, I think what, to me, what what is very certain about the future is that while you and I could both be right on things, mm-hmm. it's e- it's safe to say it's not going to be anything that you and I can currently th- come up with. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, like we. I think I, some like, of this stuff is statistically unavoidable. I think some of it is, and I think all of that stuff is like correct. But I I still don't think we can really conceive fully oh no of what no, it's gonna sure, look like sure. no there matter could, how there, hard there could be horrible things that we can't for sale and there could be like huge life-saving things you both yeah, yeah right, you know right. and it's not even right. like that because we're we're both fucking top percentile big brain intelligent people all right and even <laughs> then we're not going to be able to guess all of the shit because no one would have guessed that donald trump would become president you could go around to fucking newt gingrich to fucking who's that guy with the name who's a linguist who's he's jewy kinda and he's carl no not whatever the fuck anyway you could go to all different sorts of people oh uh uh-huh yeah his name's not newt gingrich but it's like kind of like that it's like noam chomsky you know you could go to noam chomsky or you could go to newt gingrich Either note or noom or moon or moat or whatever the fuck their yeah, names no, are. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. And and uh, they even they would have been like, I never could have ever fucking predicted that. I mean, maybe I could have predicted the rise of a populist uh, president, or maybe I could have predicted the rise of like the, you know, uh, uh, a patriotic right after the, you know, globalist uh, whatever Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Like, uh, and so that's the kind of thing where I'm like even after these conversations where we're like, it's not looking good. <laughs> you know, I, don't know. Like, I mean, uh, the, the Simpsons predicted it. Yeah. They straight up did. But I don't know if they meant to. They, they straight up did. They did, but I don't know if they meant to. Like, it's kind of different where the Simpsons, it's, it's kind of like. It's supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be shocking when the Simpsons said it. You're yeah. supposed to be, ha, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that in that spirit. I, I, I'll give it to you. But, yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, and, and, and they have so much content. It's almost like statistically, if they didn't get a few of those, then they it's had, not even good writing. They, they were pretty it's pretty, pretty weird. They had yeah. like almost the scene of him coming down the escalator. I mean, yeah, that's amazing. I, and then like there's this little offhand comments when Lisa becomes president of the United States that we're taking over quite a mess from President Trump. Yeah, that's fucking wild. You know, it's wild. Um, it's wild. But I think that it was more. That's more of like a weird like 
idiot savant site type of prediction rather than somebody that's like an analyst going like well it's either going to be like um donald trump or sylvester stallone right or you know maybe chuck norris that's going to be the next president <laughs> of the united states i'm not sure which one's trajectory we're going to have but it's one of these idiots that's mm -hmm. definitely going to ride that celebrity train all mm -hmm. the way to the white house yeah it would be like there's none of that going no on. you know what i'm saying that would no. be amazing if there were but it then, would be yeah but yeah, so I think that in that vein of like we can never be fully certain, I'm kind of like cautiously optimistic about a lot of stuff because, you know, it would, there conceivably could be a universe where our um, our technological and health-based advancements kind of coincide with a lot of psychological emotional and spiritual advancements mm -hmm. somehow some way to the point where th that um that's the tricky point yeah yeah and i think there uh, are people fighting against that progression because like there's so much in this world that is anti that you know just by nature not even necessarily well yeah again again i think that there's a generation that's dying out yeah. You know, and portion a portion of my generation is part of that too. You know, a portion of your generation is part of that too. There's just a smaller percentage that are of that old like cuz there's money to be made off of spiritual ignorance. Yeah. Right? And moving in the direction that you're talking about, which I do think on certain ways um we are as a species moving in that direction and i think that it gets fucked up and manipulated and um coerced into other things to stall that process mm -hmm. and i think that that's done through a lot of the philosophy and different things that are coming out of that boomer generation and before you know we're still like very much in like that um like noam chomsky Mm -hmm. You know, he's part of that fucking generation. Yeah. Not that he's like... <laughs> no, I, I, I love fucking Gnome. Fucking I love Gnome. You little Gnome. I, I love Gnome, but um, no, gnome it, he's not... Like, he's part of that generation, but we're still, like, riding on a lot of those ideological things, and mm -hmm. I think that's why you see so much, like, identity um, concerns and um politicizing of, like, something that is kind of supposed to be, like, an inward journey... And it's like being manipulated into yeah. being like this other thing, yeah, you know, yeah. that is yeah. making it really problematic because it's hard to describe like your soul journey to someone else and have them vote on it as yes or no. You know what I'm saying? It's hard because everybody has their own like kind of thing. Right. But if everybody just didn't talk about it when all just experienced it, like it probably would be. Um, a lot more rapid than what we're doing right now. Yeah, I think so. But there's there's forces that are holding that back, whether they're conscious or unconscious. Right. And that's because there's people that are making money off of the old system. Gucci yeah. wants to sell men handbags, right? He she does he. They don't want men to become comfortable with their femininity, mm -hmm. right? They, they, which is which is totally healthy, right? 
right and get back to like a state of like the ancient world where like whatever if you were like there was no gay you know what i'm saying right. like it was just whatever it was yeah yeah you yeah. know they didn't worry about it yeah the labels are like yeah kind of fucking everybody up it's you know it's just like this is what man does and this right. is like we write stories about what man does because that's what man does right you know and there are some taboos you don't have sex with your sister you know right. you don't like eat your kids you know different things mm-hmm. but like they were pretty pretty nasty shit that was off the yeah. table the rest of it was all like kind of like well that's what happens yeah you know? and um we'll eventually get back to that to some degree but like um i think that it's uh I don't know where I was going. That it's no, I yeah, I know where you're going. Where like basically with with all of that sort of division and and labels and and there's there's a lot of people capitalizing off of oh, and right, making money right. from the whole right. advancement, right? Or lack of advancement, it's right? Like the longer they can keep us here in this sort of like. What a spiritually frustrated place where there's no rituals, there's no, you know, it's just you and making money so you can shove more garbage into your face so you can make more money so you can, you know right. what I mean? And, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like Gucci wants to monopolize off of the wrong sentiment in that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're they're turning it into like a commodity. You know what I'm saying? Where right. a, that that should be like a species level progression right. and like there's other things you know as far as like as, as we become more of a connected world the racial thing also becomes like an archaic right protection thing that we had at one point that no longer serves us and it'll be cast aside yeah i mean as a species i mean that just makes sense as like an organism yeah i mean it's uh, it's going to be unavoidable right um I think we're going to, I think once we can fully, if, and I don't know if this is possible because I think all of these 5G towers around here have been put up to block this exact thing. Are there 5G towers around here? Well, all those new towers that came up during COVID. I mean, everyone, I don't know. Look, look, look. I don't know. It could be like, you know, when your friend gets a new car, you see it all over town. I don't, I don't. Craig, dude, Craig, you remember, you were the one who pointed this out to me in the first place on Foster. That building. Yeah, but that's been there since I've known you. That's I know. That's not new. I know, but you you know those panels. Yeah. Those big panels. Oh, sure. Those are cell phone, like, that was 4G shit. And that's the same. They The 5G ones look the same. They That's what they look like. That's what those were that we were so curious about Okay. back then. And now they build them on these metal towers. You've seen them. There's one that we can look at down yeah. your street. You uh-huh, know? Sure. And I never really saw any of them getting built, but I see them fucking everywhere there's one behind holy trinity at five and dime there was one across the street there's one near my house and i'm like but these these were not all here before okay now that's beside the point those are there Uh no one and, and everyone's been too distracted and inside conveniently to notice anything about this right now we've got the 5g that's fine it's 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 fast do we have the 5g yeah it's who here. Ha- who it's has, here, baby. Who has 5G? My, my homie Jake has got his new phone. Any new phone you get, it's got 5G. It's here. It's happening. What does it do for you? It's fast. Oh, boy, is it fast and convenient. You thought 4G was fast. 5G is fast. 
I don't know what it does. <laughs> I think it's just more fucking ions in the atmosphere blocking our latent psychic powers. Calcifying the pineal gland. Calcifying the goddamn pineal gland, Craig. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's exactly what's happening. And even though I stopped seeing a therapist because she said some shit like that to me, I do believe it. What? Oh, did I never tell you about that? You don't believe what? Oh, I do believe that, that there's shit out there calcifying our pineal gland, you know. Oh. Yeah. Like what? Like uh, like waves? Waves, man. No, waves. You, you, you were you were you, you stopped seeing a therapist because you got into an argument about waves and calcification. <laughs> no, no, of the, the no, there lab? was no argument involved. This was my most recent attempt at therapy. And she was a very nice lady, but she was like, hey, man, you know, there's a lot of things out there that can really be calcifying your pineal gland. You know, water, fluoride in the water, you know, stuff in the air, the food we eat. Oh, she said that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, see, that's why I'm coming to you is because <laughs> I believe that. And I think I'm crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell her that? Not really. I was like, oh, you re- you believe that? You're like, you- oh, you're on that wave, huh? And then I kind of was like digging to see how I was like digging into her. You know what I mean? She said fluorate- fluorated water calcifies your pineal gland. That was on the list of, of some of the things, yeah. So the the list? She gave you a list. Yeah, she was like the food we eat, the, the air we breathe, you know, what's in the water. She didn't say fluoride, but she said what's in the water. All sorts of things. Calcify pineal gland. Just telling me like this as a medical professional kind of vibe. How did it come up? Uh, because I was talking about just like, um, you know. Oh, your, tin, your tinfoil hat was scratching your forehead? You just, know. Uh, I don't, no, I don't no, think. No, what it, was it? No, how did it come up? I really don't remember. I, oh, I come d- on. Come well, on. No, I, I think it, it was. How does the pineal gland calcification come up? In a th- and like, what was it? Your second it session? Was, it was my second session. That is like really pretty quick to her that to come That's up. That's what I thought. That's why I stopped c- talking to her, you know. And because it be, this is also why is because it didn't come up in any sort of like uh, way that I was leading into it. You know, it was more of a... Um, I was talking about personal health and habits and and uh, being depressed oh, okay. and smoking weed a bunch. and You know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and she was uh-huh. like, well, you know, all that can really calcify your pineal gland. And I was like, oh, oh. I thought, you know, I th- that's when I thought it was. Oh, I'll see you back at Hogwarts, yeah. baby. But it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird, though, because I do kind of. Yeah. Buy into that, especially more than the average person, that I do think that there is fucked up shit out there that is either radio waves, electronic interference. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, there's harmful harmful radiation. That's a proven thing. And I do think that people, humans, used to be a lot more powerful than they are. And I've always thought that we have, like, this weird higher potential than what we actually occupy now. And it all kind of ties together into a thing of, like, oh, we're actually incredibly powerful, but there's all of these forces being enacted upon us so that we stay... We we continue to be cattle. You're a, creature, you're a creature of the end of the last age of the Kali of Kali, of Kali Yuga. That's what you are. You're like see the potential of the like new golden age ahead of us. 
Oh, yeah, maybe. That's essentially That'd it. That'd be cool. Because you're looking back to, like, we did used to be, according to, like, what we talked about, the ages of man, right? Right. We, that's, the, that's the general consensus, that back in the day, like, we were all, like, way smarter, yeah. way more healthy. All yeah. the things that we've talked about that could go right, that all happened way back in the past. And now it's shit, you know? And it's getting increasingly more shit- but then it's also getting better. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's also been, too, like, yeah. for the first time in a long time, it's like, you know, since the ancient Sumer, it's gotten better, which is seriously just a little fraction of the amount of time that human beings have been around mm-hmm. accordingly. You know, we can yeah. talk about that, though. That's a, that's a kind of a... That's another history can of worms. History and archaeology is an interesting subject, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I... I uh I don't know. So that that that's kind of a thing where I'm like always sort of holding out for some sort of big old awakening thing, but then I also think that there's forces at play fighting against that. And I think it might just kind of go on in that direction for our foreseeable lifetimes, you know? And like there might there there could oh, be Oh, I think so. I think you know, for for our first well, unless there's the medical advances that we live as far as the foreseeable now, yeah, yeah, I think so. Right. I mean, like you might see the very beginnings of it as an old man. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe. But you know, that's it's still cool. I think it's still, I think it's still okay. Like a lot of people out there, especially in Portland, uh, they've got a very doom and gloom outlook. And we've talked about this before, but it's all this stuff combined about like. You know, the global warming, geopolitical situations, overpopulation. Oh, my God, all of the frogs are gay now. You know, all of that sort of stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, and so it, it all it all combines and people are, you know, I've, I, I have healthy uh, people telling me they don't want to have kids, you know because of this right because of what because of all the reasons oh, I how just, horrible the world yeah, is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how could you in good conscience bring a child into this world mm-hmm. you know i'm just like god i when did you become such a pussy <laughs> i literally wish that i've i had impregnated every woman i ever slept with i don't know if i said that before on this podcast but that's how i feel i wish every time i came that she got pregnant and she just had to take care of it and i didn't have to worry about her or anything like that you know yeah well of course we assumed that well i drop by every (laughs) once in a while give him a little lesson just be like hey slugger here's a little here's a (laughs) little you want to play catch you know and then we have a little catch and then i ginger bastard ginger latchkey father (laughs) hey, hey but she's like and then also none of them talk shit about me either because mm-hmm. they're all like he's out making the world a better all right, go, place. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead right. and make your point. So anyway, so all of these cucks out here, they're all afraid to have kids. Okay, they're all afraid to have kids. Well, I'm just uh-huh. busting random nuts all across town. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not doing that. It's funny though. I like <laughs> I like to see just if I can really to, get cranked. Just trying to get tramps pregnant as, qu- as quickly yeah, as possible. Yeah, as quick as possible. Yeah, because like that's really it's like patriotism. It is patriotism, <laughs> you know. And I'm not, you know, 
I'll do you whatever the child support, you know, fuck it. Oh yeah, you won't. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll pay that. <laughs> Is it kind of like oh, student loan debts? Oh where you yeah, can't you get won't. Away? Oh yeah, it's just like student loan debts. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, but so anyway, so um, there's just I've noticed a lot of people the doom and gloom thing really plays into the you know the. Uh, the lack of people having kids and wanting to get married and wanting to settle because they mm-hmm. think it's all very much like they want to be ready to run into the woods with their camping shit because, you know, the, oh, either the Nazi Trump supporters are all coming or the the Antifa fucking uh, mm. black bloc is coming or the Chinese or the terrorists or the Mexicans or it's just like pick your fear. You know, it's mm-hmm. coming, though, or it's yeah. global warming, or it's this, or it's yeah. that. And everyone's just kind of ready to, to book it, you know, fight or flight, rather than settle down and just fucking just bust some loads, dudes, out there, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> just think like, everybody sucks so bad that it's just hard to, like, am I that going to be responsible for one of these fuckers, too? You know, I don't know. I think that's all excuses shit. Yeah. That's all excuses. I think people are just really like too self-absorbed yeah, to so. have kids. Yeah, I mean, I know that's that was mostly the case for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it um, that's it. You're just too you're too into your own thing, and you feel like you have to like figure some shit out or something about mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can blame it on the socio-political situation or whatever it is. You know, you can blame it on whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. like the people that are like. Um, not at peace with the world like that's it they don't they don't reproduce yeah you know and that's a sign of like a civilization that's uh, or a culture that's about ready to mm-hmm. implode in some way mm-hmm. for sure yeah no absolutely it's almost as if like the species senses that there's danger coming mm-hmm. in a sense and then like oh like children are not like a survival thing for me you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like it's it, it's it's like that you know like they're like well if we had kids that would slow us down and like whatever is going to happen is going to be more dangerous having kids around we'll just have kids after the danger right i mean that would make sense in some ways And the question is, is whether it's like social engineering to make them feel that way or not, or if it's truly happening. I think right. it's truly happening. I think yeah. the idea of social engineering on the level that you can convince people to like biologically stop producing, reproducing is probably pretty impossible to do. It's really hard to get like the teenagers to stop fucking. They've been trying to get teenagers to stop fucking for thousands of years with yeah. every way that they can think of, and it always like teenagers fuck. Yeah, and they and always it, and they still do, but this is I think the first time that they've been maybe this successful. I don't think they do as much, and I think that it's like working its way down into like. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't think they do as much, but I think they still kind of do. But I think it. Yeah, it's like. You know, the, it's, they've been pretty successful at sort of. Yeah, I just I just think for it to work on this level and this and it, and it works like this way in like every culture that goes through. The same thing that we're going through, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like and then in cultures where they're not experiencing like place things that like we are. I think it's just like a rite of passage, like yeah. when you get like you're when you're when your society gets like 
educated enough and there's the fear of being poor too right you know everybody feels like super poor because we're in a situation now that we're not going to be able to catch our parents you know what i'm saying like most people are obviously not going to catch their parents because they're like 30 and they don't own a house they don't have a they don't have any of the stuff that their parents had when they were 30 you know yeah. they're way fucking behind and there's no prospects they can look way down the line and they don't see anything like that's going to get me to like even to where my parents you know what i'm saying like yeah. we're when they're 30 so like they're not feeling confident to have children so right. they're either going to school forever to try to become like educated out of poverty mm -hmm. which is becoming less and less possible because like school doesn't teach you anything but fucking horse shit for the most part right and there's just not like you know it's becoming more automated mm -hmm. we're needing people less to do a lot of that sort of stuff that used to be like without being like a creative genius like you can um go get a job like just crunching numbers for somebody yeah or maintaining the whatever and now it there's no jobs like that anymore so it's it's a odd deal and it all factors into like having a bunch of babies but the thing that they forget about babies is you don't have to feed them every day it's pretty cheap it is pretty cheap. so have some have some and if you lose a few you have some more that's what that's my thinking about it. i want to go back to you're that just an day, irishman man. though that's the, that's that's where that's coming from there need to be more of us and if we lose a few so uh, be it it's, then i'll sing a song they're, they're once a, a year there with jesus now oh, we lost mary <laughs> but she's in a better place <laughs> <laughs> and I have like a little locket and stuff, but I'm ultimately just like, man, I sell like fucking yeah. seven more. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're not running out yeah. anytime yeah. soon. So I'm yeah. kind of glad she died. Just kidding. Well, it's, it's fictional. It's okay. Yeah, okay. You don't have to be sorry. I mean, I was sorry there for a second. Fictional, after I said it. fictional Irish. I'm sorry, fictional uh, Irish <laughs> daughter that I had. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think like if we were able to get to a point where there wasn't this whole like you know vindictive thing over like uh you know married the possessiveness of marriage i'm gonna start sounding like a cult leader really quick but the possessiveness of marriage and it was like we still had some way of figuring out how to get like communities to raise kids and whatnot without all of like the weird possible molestation and incest that would is typically the concern of like commune style like oh well with you know all of these people just kind of like bang randomly and there's all the, there's pregnant women all the time and no one really knows whose kid is whose and so we can't uh you got to treat them all like they're yours you know kind of a thing is how it used to be like in the monkey days you know like that was the whole idea right with the uh -huh. promiscuous females is like you, it there it's okay this what, is, no hey, no hold up. it's because of it, protection it, it, Right, because like if you, as a female, have sex with all the members in the tribe, then all of the men will protect your child uh, because they all you. think that it might be theirs. Right. Right. Hence the promiscuity of like, oh yeah, it could be yours, could be yours, could be yours. Oh. You know what I mean? And like yeah. that's how a, a lot of it operated in like, I th supposedly early human tribes. Oh, you know. Okay. You know what I mean? And so it was just kind of like a really. Where'd you where'd you get this? I want to read this. What, I mean, what is this? I think it was a YouTube video uh, that I watched with Summer. Um, huh. 
Yeah, I just remember her. It was just like oh, a sociology thing. But it had to do with like some female. Boy, that's changed from when I was studying that like early early tribal cultural things. Okay, interesting. Well, what do they say? No. It's like it, that they, they were like monogamous. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, most of the time when I was going to like when they were studying it back when I was. Maybe they know more now. I don't know. But like I don't they know. really like were pretty much like, oh, yeah, it was kind of like the extended family unit that 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 ran the thing and then like it was kind of controlled and uh it depended i guess but i've never heard the like all the women had sex with all the men just so whoever's the kids were would be protected by the other kids but maybe like maybe homo erectus did that maybe you know what i'm saying maybe one of these other like early species of man right you know i'm not saying i, I just have to see what you were saying right because that that makes a lot of like buzzers go off yeah for sure it's like but the problem with that and why i don't think it's a thing is because then all the kids are kind of related you know and then when you're talking about the, them growing up and creating the next generation then you're dealing with like a lot of cousins possibly pretend like there's not enough markers right for the next generation yeah. to prevent See, that's, e- that's the thing that they always said is like yeah. they had to like would go with other tribes and right. other other family them. units yeah. that would be identified even if they didn't all travel together like it you were part of like so and so's like the tribes of Israel kind right. of like you're part of the family of Ben and you're yeah. part of the family of Jacob so you can marry a girl from the family of Jacob into the family of Ben because they're not too close yeah but it's like you know it, what if there was like a world where you could somehow tell all of that psychologically as far as like a you know you're like oh this this you like when you're attracted to someone you're like this person shares point this much dna with me therefore i will not have intercourse with that you, you know what i mean like if there was some sort of higher way of like telling that sort of stuff and then um that made it so that the things that we rely on right now like the family unit and the like the which is the building block for a capitalist society which is now sort of crumbling because the family unit is crumbling right mm-hmm. um that we wouldn't have we we could still maintain a similar trajectory without that typical family unit but that's only if we had a way of like solving the problems that we're talking about you know what i mean where it's like basically the you know i don't know it would it would require some kind of like psychological uh spiritual sort of evolution because you'd have to be able to tell you know who i don't know it would it would it would be really weird but basically yeah you know rock and roll harem that's what i'm going that's what i'm going for well i'll tell you what probably will happen is that there will get they will get to a point that like birth control will get not just whether women gets pregnant or not birth control will get to the point that they will know immediately whether um a fetus they'll be able to know and prevent whether a fetus has any sort of like issues in the future yeah like there'll be no more diabetes there'll be no more um any of the inherited diseases everyone will start like being really good looking and Mm. smart yeah you know that's going to start coming like the babies that do come are going to be like going through like this especially like in the more like developed world they're gonna like because why wouldn't you stop 
why wouldn't you have a healthy baby if you could have a healthy baby? Right. Yeah. You know, everyone that in that situation is going to want to have a healthy baby if they can. And um, there'll be fewer of them, but they're going to be kind of like, you know, Khan from Star Trek. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Yeah. You know, there is, like, I don't think in the next, we're only, like, kind of dealing with the next 10 to 20 years, but I think in the next, like, hundred years that's going to be like one of the major cruxes of hope may hopefully not in the 10 or 20 but i think maybe the next big revolution in the world is where there's going to be like part of the human race is going to have access to all of that and they're going to become like these superhumans because it's going to be a couple generations of living in this total health medical thing and then there's going to be the other people that are living in zambia that are just old style humans and they're going to have to deal with that mm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. But we're not going to have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, you might have to a little bit, yeah, but not, not me. Not me. Long dead. Long fucking dead. I don't know, Craig. Yep. I've gonna, I'm going to have all of these episodes of Idiots, and you know what? I'm going to be able to compile a pretty convincing AI. Yeah, but I won't have to be here to experience it. It'll be oh. its own thing, doing its own thing. It, it might be one of those things that's so accurate, though, it kind of bothers you from the afterlife. You won't have to. You won't be able to summon my spirit it back from the afterlife. It might bother you. You might be like, God damn it, this is annoying. And, they're gonna, and, and Apple's going to change the fucking shape of the um, thumb drive. Jack soon and, and <laughs> it'll then, all be then, irrelevant. Then it'll be beyond you. You yeah. won't be able to. You won't That's be true. able to. Like you won't know what to do. Those fuckers. Yeah, it'll happen. All right. Well, I think that um, I think we kind of like gave everybody hope for the future. <laughs> hold on, or or hold on, or do yourself in, or whatever it is you need to do. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's if gonna be a big mess. It's gonna continue to be yeah. a big mess. It yep. is a big mess. But I do like Spenny. Spenny says sometimes it will be like a rock and roll hooker paradise, maybe yeah, someday. Maybe. You know, you if never things know. happen, or you rock and roll hooker paradise. Run, run around just doing it with whoever slows just down enough <laughs> that you can catch them. <laughs> exactly, and not have to worry about anything at all. You know? Can you imagine? I'm just kidding. That's oh, terrible. Whoever's quickest gets the most. Whoever's yeah. quickest gets the most. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a world, Spenny. It would be. Yeah. Um, a world I want to live in. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it's probably I'm one pretty, of the... I'm pretty fast. Yeah. No, I'm sure that that, that that vision of the future has not just developed here while we're talking. I mean, that's probably <laughs> something that... Other that people Spenny, are working on that? Spenny's thought about, like, here's how the world would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's just drifting off for a little <laughs> afternoon nap. He's like, what would the perfect uh, world be like? Oh, uh, yeah, hookers everywhere. No, not just hookers. Not hookers, they'd be free because they'd all be free and yeah, they'd all love, a, they'd they're all not, love you. They'd all love they'd me. They'd all just be happy No, ladies. literally, I look at every woman, just, I'm like, mother of my child, mother of my child. Mother of my child, mother of my... They're all... They're not hookers. That is such a... That is so terrifying. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hookers just way less terrifying. No, than, no, like I don't want to... I'm not trying to oh, just sleep man. with them. That's I'm like, trying to like fucking a, that's like, spread that's, that's like the in, disease. That's like invasion of the body yeah. snatchers. It's just <laughs> God Yeah, damn. we're talking about an, an, no, an alien invasion. No, no, no. No, yeah. we're not doing that. Yeah. That's totally off the... Vision no. of the future, folks. No. Get ready for the ginger takeover. going to stay... <laughs> stay in your... Spend it's spenny brain. I'm gonna spread. Nobody I wonder. I wonder Nobody if you were a that. guy who was just like a vagabond, just trying to like hook up with chicks all across, 
you know, obviously everything consensual, but you just literally your goal. You're just like hitching the train, riding the rails to different small towns to just like pick up women. Pick up women, big towns, small towns, doesn't matter for a while. Uh You know, you maybe shack up for a while. Like, you know, what if your goal was literally to get them all pregnant? Like that's the goal, right? Uh It's not just like hooking up. You're like, you're trying to go. I wonder how long you could go and how many you know, you could get in before. Like, what could they could they find you? You know what I mean? Is that illegal? Because it's like if there's consensual sex, and you're just like, yeah, you know, you do it, and yeah, but then you just um, split town every time. <laughs> you know, is that legal um, or is it? I think it's legal. <laughs> I think it is. No, so, I think it is kind of probably wonder, in a way. I think that like once they caught you, there would be like legal repercussions. There might be some child support and some yeah, things. Yeah, but what if it's like a thing where, you know, the child support is like so high as far as what you're paying every month. And you, you have just to, slip out on a rail. Well, yeah, you're just, you know, and, well, then and the next thing you know, you're impregnating some other girl. Whoops. No, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, I, you know, and, and, and no, the, the child support is so high, right? And the, um, <laughs> and, and the judge walks you in and you're like, seriously, judge, I, I have like maybe $700 to my name, seriously. So, I mean, you can have all of that, you know, man, but I don't have anything else, you know? And the judge is just like, well, okay. And then, <laughs> I, I really, like, I really, hey. I really don't know how they'd handle it. No, he'd be like, "Hey, order, order in the court." And he'd be like, "Hey, I go get him, Slugger." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really don't think it would be like the. Oh, you only have seven dollars. Okay, <laughs> that well, that is as equally unlikely <laughs> as the go get him slugger <laughs> scenario. Well, wait, but um, what what could they do though? Like if you don't cuz cuz like the 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 biggest punishment I can think of is all the child support you'd be racking up. Then I guess if you don't pay that, they would then track they your social you? they would track your social security number just and garnish all your yeah, wages. Garnish all your wages. So then, okay, so you just have to would you'd have to be get paid under the table all the time. Yeah, I yeah. guess. As you, as you continue to impregnate yeah. women as you, as you yeah. hobo around the country. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds well, good. Yeah. I figured I mean, it out. I figured it out. When We know what Spenny's going to be doing when the, when the shit hits the fan. He's just going to. I've got one mission, one mission alone. Just keep the, keep the population steady. Keep them red haired. Oh, God damn. <laughs> God damn. Well, I'm so sorry. Thank you for those that made it through that. Thank you for for sticking with us and um I'm sorry. We guys. we we do enjoy this 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 podcast quite a bit. I do. Yeah. I yeah, I have a great time. Yeah. Um, um we're, we're really sorry for any like visuals, audio visual hey, stimulations that hey, were disturbing this time. Out there trying to have a little you know, baby. He's, he, is, he is single, you know. And I am single. That's he's why just it's okay. getting a little more single every day, <laughs> you know, just a little yeah, more. Yeah, it's true. You just think you can't get any more single, and then he gets a little more no, single. I was already single through when, he's, even when I was dating her, I was he's pretty really, single. He's now really, really, he's really. 
getting single. Yeah, I'm getting single. pretty, getting pretty single. Getting pretty Anybody want a kid? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll work good. out a deal with you, okay? I give it's you one free single. child, okay, in your belly, okay? And I have to, I, but the deal is I don't have to do anything, okay? That's my deal. Is I don't have to do a goddamn thing. I will show up. <laughs> yeah. I will show up maybe once or twice in oh the child's God. life. <laughs> I can guarantee that. I will promise that much. I will keep their name in a notebook, and I will say the. I will read the name once a week to myself, <laughs> along with your name and your address, and that's that's all I can promise. But oh my God! I give you a free kid. So, that's that's fantastic. I think it's a good deal. I think it is. So any yeah. any ladies out there <laughs> <laughs> want to take me up on that? Uh, you know who to call. You know who yeah. to DM. Yeah. Hit up Craig. He'll he'll. Oh, I'll, he'll I'll be, definitely. He'll I'll, be def- the broker. I'll definitely set that yeah, up. I'll, set it up. I'll, I'll happily <laughs> broker that exchange. <laughs> he'll broker that exchange. And you won't oh, have to worry about it. Oh yes, anything. I will just gladly get that connected up. Yep. That would be amazing. It'll be all right, well, um, um, I think we're done. Yeah, I think probably that's a good idea. Okay, okay bye, everybody. Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.